0: This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything it can to help hashtag DGENS only to cash big. Use promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the app store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to fifty bucks. That's ThriveFantasy.com. Promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. And we're also brought to you by Ace per head Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at Aceberhead.com slash SGP. That's Aceberhead.com slash SG all right welcome back everybody uh, to the golf game of podcast Me, <laughs> Boston with Steve the gotham golf himself Shermer uh, dude I hope we remember how to do this it's been a while.
1: I know. Is our chemistry still going to be uh, on point here?
0: Yeah, I think it'll be all right.
1: I know. Maybe I'll <laughs> gotta be like Phil Nicholson and just like chat your ear off all the whole time and like, walk you through <laughs> this like you did with Charles Barkley. <laughs>
0: that was a beautiful thing. We'll get to that though. That was a beautiful yeah. thing. Uh, so uh, yeah, man, well, listen, uh, we just uh, obviously chatted off. How was the holidays, all that stuff. So listen, all the DJs out there, hope your Thanksgiving was good. Uh, hope you uh, took advantage of that free $250 bat uh, <laughs> on that Houston game. I did that worked out. It's not even a free play. So that's new for me. And, uh, and uh, yeah, man, listen, we're in the holiday season. This is the last one. I don't even know uh, when the next one is. I know it's a while from now. Um, so listen, let's get after it this week. Let's make sure uh, we squeeze every last drop of this past golf season out. And uh, let's end on a strong note. Like we almost did last week.
1: I know we came so close oh God, and Robert Streb. Womp, Streb. Womp, Come on had to ruin it for everybody. Oh it just—I mean, listen. Like, he basically—he came out of nowhere. I mean, yeah. he—he wasn't—he was nowhere near my radar. Like if you look at his current form, I think his best finish was like—I think he had a top ten at the Barracuda like months ago.
0: Yeah.
1: And other than that, it just—you know—I mean, sometimes that happens when you get these—you know—golf courses where it's a lot of birdies, not the demanding tee to green. Sometimes a guy just gets hot with a putter, and like—I mean—if you even look at his ball striking numbers, they weren't even that great for the week. He just filled that until that the lights second out. playoff hole. I know. Yeah. I just stuffed <laughs> it right there. I, I, I had my brother-in-law over who's not really big into gambling and it's he, not, he, he knows about, you know, what I do with gambling and the yeah. podcast and everything, but he was watching me. He was rooting right along. Like he, like it was a lot of fun until, right.
0: uh, until yeah. stuffed it to a foot. Yeah. So I was at, where the hell was I at? I was at, I went to mellow uh they just opened up one near my house, Mellow Mushroom. I don't know if you guys have those everywhere. Um, it's a pizza place. Uh, like a hippie pizza place. And they just opened it up and so we were there drinking, watching the game, watching the golf, and I was all fucking happy, like, Yeah, we're good, like in a great mood, and all of a sudden my mood starts to change. My wife's like, What's wrong? I'm like the golfer that I have fucking 40 to one who should have already wrapped this up is now in the playoffs. And then I watched the first one I was like, all right, okay, we're all right. He's great position. We should take this on the first hole. As soon as he didn't close the deal on the first hole, I knew we were fucked. I just knew it. <laughs> I
1: know I mean, like <laughs> I mean, I mean now that I'm remembering back, and it's been a while. I know like, so, it's, so it's Str- been like had to get up and down from like twenty five yards away yeah and he had, and you know like what a 10 footer mm-hmm. Oh, it's too bad. I know that that's a missed opportunity. but you know what? you know we got another tournament just like that this week. We'll get to that out a little bit, but uh you know there was some other golf that happened. there was the uh the Black Friday uh, yeah. extravaganza from Stone canyon
0: <laughs> uh, Phil Dude, that was gorgeous by the way. Uh, I I don't, I don't care so much for the, like what, whatever your golf design nerd part hates dude, the mountains in the background. Just imagine playing that course, like just being on that course. Like it was funny, man. Those fairways had such hard slopes to them. I was like, I was like, man, that's usually reserved for me off, you know, in the side on a bad lie, but you, (laughs) you got to be hitting the ball below you and above your feet, like in the fairway.
1: Yeah. Listen, I'll say this. I'm a sucker for desert golf. Uh, I, on my honeymoon, I went to a, uh, the Canary islands where it's basically desert golf all around. I love that environment. The golf course itself was it was fine. And I mean, for, you can kind of see why Phil, which I, I don't understand why he was a plus five handicap. And then Steph was a plus one. I mean, like if that doesn't show you how much better these guys are oh, yeah. than, you know, a regular scratch golfer like if you miss anywhere at stone Canyon, it was a lost ball. And you know, a pro well, those guys just got so
0: his... lucky with those bounces off the rocks all day too. It was, it was, it was, it was that was
1: hard. true. It was like, it was like a bowling lane with like the bumpers there. But yeah. I, so my main takeaway besides the fact that we all were on Phil and Charles, yeah. is because, you know, with this modified alternate shot format, you want the pro hitting all the pro <laughs> shots and Charles, I mean, he did. Okay.
0: He did dude. He, listen, he did great. on like I would say the first one, probably like, 10, 11 holes. I don't remember exactly what it was, but he did great. And then all of a sudden he started to fade. And I was like, all right, we're, we're five up to then we're, we're still fine. Regardless. You know what I mean? Like we're still fine. Regardless, we're up enough where I'm not sweating. This. Yeah.
1: And it helped. I mean, I, I, I was impressed by how Peyton played. Uh, he's like a five handicap. I, yeah. I, I I personally think he's a sandbagger, you know, just because, I mean, he had some really good approach shots. That like, sounds like
0: that sounds like, Peyton.
1: yeah, well he's, yeah. I mean, he's, he's, you know, now retired. He's at a country club. I think he's a member at Cherry Hills now. In Colorado, and uh, you know he's competing in member no, guests no, no. and everything. No, no, we're that. gonna
0: stop. We're gonna stop. Why do you know that Peyton Manning is a member of a certain country club at some random fucking place in the United States?
1: Go well, ahead. first of all, it's not a random place. It's one of the most famous golf clubs in uh, in the country. I think they actually hosted the BMW Championship a couple uh, years ago. So, uh, second, you can stalk guys on the <laughs> U.S. Open uh, Gin app. So that's how <laughs> I knew what. Payton's, you know, scores were coming in. That's how I knew what Steph Curry scores were coming in. That's how I knew that Charles Barkley is so bad. He doesn't even maintain a handicap.
0: So I asked, so, so I, I've actually meant to ask you this question. Um, so as far as like keeping your handicaps, it's just like me with swing. You, I punch my own fucking numbers in, or does it have to be verified by somebody for this specific handicap?
1: So it used to be, you had to have someone else verify it, but now you can just put in whatever score you want. So, so Steph, I mean, that's
0: a fucking liar. Cause that dude is not that.
1: I'm, I, he's a liar.
0: Right.
1: He, liar. He played. He
0: he allegedly shows that he
1: can. He shows allegedly. he can, he has the ability. To, you know, he hits it a long ways. He can hit some good approaches, but I mean, some of the shots he hit at Stone Canyon were just like he was in the. Payne would put him in the middle of the fairway, and he would hit it a pro shot, and it'd be like twenty yards short. Or yeah. he was hitting banana slices <laughs> off the planet. Like I mean, okay. if he's a plus that, two, he
0: just that played flub that 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 flub chip like Christ put Tommy out there with that shit. He would have chipped in from there. Like, and
1: and that's how I question why he's a plus two, because if you're a plus two handicap, you got to have pretty good short game. And his short game is really shaky. He reminds you of the guy who just like you light up at the driving range, but you don't work on the little things. And I don't know. I mean that, that might be a vanity handicap, but I mean, listen, like he also, he went on the corn Ferry tour and he shot like, I think 73, 74, on those
0: golf courses, so was
1: this a bad day? It might have been a bad I day, but I, I I I question the plus two handicap. And honestly,
0: I need I need or, to see don't... him again. I want to see him again because I really want to see if that that handicap is legit because you're right. Cause he didn't go on the corn ferry tour to, and uh, we were, we were talking, uh, I think we ended up going outside and like drinking and playing can jam uh, at, at like hole 14 or 15 or whatever, like right before they were going to seal it up. And uh, we were talking about it outside and I was like, there's no way Steph covers a good golfer and everything I just watched. I was like, no, there's no fucking way. And he's like, well, he played on the corn ferry tour. And I'm like, yeah, I, my, I can't wrap my head around seeing that. And then that, so maybe it is a one-off. I mean, we all have terrible days, I guess. yeah.
1: Well, I mean, do you want to see him again? Because I didn't think he brought anything to the broadcast. besides, besides I only, all the the charitable stuff, I thought that was really great. But as far as just like this thing is an entertainment product, and the okay. fact that first of all, it was five hours. I mean, this thing does this thing only needs to be nine holes. Just get no, me in and out. No, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no. I don't. I don't like the nine hole concept because think about how you play, right? So like you could you could be dog shit. For the first five holes, all of a sudden you find something at six and now it's over. Now, fuck that. Give it 18. It's Black Friday. What else are you going to do? Like, uh, Christ have mercy. We're in the middle of a pandemic. You're not going to the stores Black Friday shopping. I never was anyway. Like, I'm sitting on the couch with a turkey and whatever else I was drinking hangover and, like, whatever. It's perfect. Like, there's nothing else to do.
1: All right. Well, I mean, regardless, I mean, probably the fact that he seemed like he was a wallflower is because he played like shit. <laughs> so I, I thought Peyton was entertaining. I mean, Phil obviously was the star of the show, and I mean Charles was the star too. Yeah, and they, they, I, I mean and they listen. they did a good job rolling in all the NBA uh, guys into it. You know, talking was, and everything so. that was hilarious. That, that was, was good. You you know what I didn't miss
0: though?
1: Uh, I didn't once think about Tiger during this no. whole thing. No, me either. No, and like I, a lot of people were saying coming in, they're like, oh well, you know, I'm not going to watch because it's Tiger. I think we showed with this. I mean, listen, the, overall, I I would say this was a success. Yeah. We don't need Tiger at these things because he is. He's not energy. We have twenty five years of interviews with this guy. The yeah. guy provides nothing don't out stop. of his mouth worth exactly. Worth a damn.
0: He's he's the Bill Belichick and Tom Brady of golf.
1: Yeah, he's just a golf rope killing machine.
0: Exactly, basically. exactly. And so, Phil, Phil is. I mean, I, I wish I wish Twitter was around. All right, let's not say Twitter, okay? Because that's a cesspool. And listen, I live there. It's terrible. It's a terrible place. Um, but, like, social media, like, I mean, Phil is just killing. Like, you never saw this type of person. He always knew he was a degenerate and, like, made big bets and shit like that. And, like, you always get the feeling that he was probably, like, a funny dude. But, you know, the PGA never showed that, the stuffed shirts that they wear, You know what I mean? Like, Like, we missed out. Can you imagine the shit he was talking? Like, I don't even know. Like, we missed out on, like, when Phil was in his prime, being able to do stuff like this on social media. And that actually makes me kind of sad. Cause Phil would have been a mega star, a mega star. Oh,
1: he probably, I mean, he was already a star, but he probably would have been
0: well, that's why I mean, style. Like type, he would have yeah. been, yeah, he would have been right up there with you know. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, oh, like I really do. Like it's, I love Phil Mickelson. I really do. Like dude, he's so entertaining to me. And that's what sucks about Peyton too. Like now that he's done playing football, I hate myself when I laugh at his fucking commercials and stuff like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and it, he's very entertaining. Like he's very yep. entertaining. And all the charitable shit he does too is good. Uh, I, 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 uh, I have, I have buried my Peyton hatchet years ago. It is still fun to watch him lose, though. Yes,
1: <laughs> it it was, but I mean, overall, I thought you know three of the four guys I definitely want to see again.
0: Um, Steph, eh? I just want to see I, Steph again that. to see if that handicap's legit. Well,
1: he's I mean, th- so Steph I think is going to host a PGA Tour tournament out in the Bay Area next year, next fall. So he'll probably end up playing and just get a you know sponsor's exemption. So that's probably the next time you're going to see him actually play. You know, he's going to take a spot from like poor, I don't know, Rob Oppenheim or something.
0: Hey, man, I'm going to talk about him later. Don't you talk about my boy like that?
1: Well, he better do well because Steph Curry's going to take his job in uh, about a year.
0: Yeah, you're to Fuck. God. God. Steph Curry's not going to take his fucking job. Uh, (laughs) Excuse me. Sorry. A little bit of the Rona. The, um, it's my wife turned the fucking heat on because it's cold for the one day in Florida. She turned it on and like, I have a sweatshirt on and now I feel like I'm going to swelter to death. And I'm like, smells like my house is burning down because the heat hasn't been on in over a year. <laughs> it's like, come on, man.
1: I didn't know they saw heating units in Florida.
0: Well, it's, it's HVAC. It's it's not a furnace, bro. <laughs> when I first moved to Florida, cause you know, you have window units for AC where we come from. And like I moved into like the, the, the shittiest ghetto apartment, uh, and I called my father because I had HVAC. I was like, "Yo, Dad, they have HVAC in my apartment." I felt like I made it. <laughs> I <was Ooh>. like, <laughs> high society, high society. Eighteen years old in a shithole apartment, but I had HVAC, so I felt rich. The... <laughs> uh, so I guess well, listen. When Phil gets too old for this, I mean, who the hell is on the tour that's going to take his place? Well, that's a, that's what I was thinking about, and like we, we need, you need a big
1: bombastic personality in order to come in. And like, I'm looking at the guys just like, you know, at the top of the list and like, I don't know. I mean, I I think we kind of saw with, what was it? The, uh, the one at Seminole where you have like, you know, four pros playing and yeah I mean, DJ is DJ. I mean, he just kind of mush mouth doesn't really say anything. Ricky is the most overrated you know, guy out there as far as like what he brings to the table as far as like talking and personality. Loud pants um, and
0: shitty facial hair. That's what he brings.
1: Yeah. You had what was the third? You had Matthew Wolf. And then oh Wolf, you know Wolf, you know Wolf honestly chatter Wolf was a chatterbox. He's a little bit douchebag though. But I mean he's maybe he gets a little mature. I mean he does bring a little bit I guess as far as talking. Honestly I, I always find Rory entertaining on the golf course. So yeah. he's probably one I kind of want to see. Uh, he carried when they played yeah. over at the Zozo, that four person tiger, yeah. Jason day thing. I mean, Rory kind of carried the show with that one.
0: What Jason day? Jason day was pretty funny on that.
1: He's all right. Uh, I mean, all he's right. going to get allergies at the turn and then he's got to withdraw. <laughs> I mean, I guess that might be entertaining if he gets vertigo.
0: So that would be funny. To that you got to play regardless. No withdraw here. Motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> this is for charity. You swing that goddamn golf club. <laughs> exactly. So I,
1: I, don't know. I mean, I, I think, I I mean I think that's kind of the PJ Tours like branding problem right now, is the fact that like they try and make these guys stars, but they're just zilches. Yeah,
0: it's like, right, yeah, it's, like it's like baseball. Like at yeah. least at least at least golf tries to throw some guys out there. Baseball's like, nah, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna die off in twenty years. <laughs> oh, that makes me so sad. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Anything else uh, you want to get into? No,
1: when not we... really. Why don't we get into uh why not we get into Mike Oba, man?
0: All right. So, uh, I guess give us the, uh, give us the breakdown, bro. All
1: right. So we are heading down to Playa del Carmen. Uh, have you ever been down there? Uh, you know, to
0: Mexico? like,
1: like, 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 Car- like Cancun, Playa del Carmen area.
0: No, no. I avoid the murder by God. <laughs> All right.
1: Well, I mean, it's, it's an, my, my sister got married down there. Uh, it's about 10 minutes away from my sister got married. Uh, it's, you know, you got beautiful resorts, beautiful beaches. Uh, you know, the golf course is pretty nice down there. So it's in Playa del Carmen at the, uh, Cove resort. Uh, it's Greg Norman design, a little over 7,000 yards long. It's a uh, past palm grass. So that's similar to what we saw at the Corrales a couple of weeks ago. Puerto Rico has, uh, those, uh, grasses as
0: well. So I ask you about that. Like, I, I think well, we've only seen that grass on what, two, maybe three causes.
1: Yeah. And I mean, well, unfortunately none of them has strokes game,
0: but right, that's what I mean. So like, how do we even know how, like what kind of putting surface is it? What's it? Well, it, it, it's a
1: very sticky grass. It's, it's very grabby in uh, the, the greens kind of run a little slow too. Cause it, okay. it, it likes to grab the ball. So it's, it's kind of like a little bit like Velcro once it hits and you know, it's a good grass for a lot of these Caribbean, uh, resort golf courses because first of all, it's pretty hardy, uh, and it can survive with a lot of seawater or like saltwater kind of hitting it. Right. Um, So it can thrive there. And, you know, if you're a guest at this resort, when you hit a green, you want the ball to stop. Or if you're missing greens, you know, if you're scrambling to get onto them, you can chip on the ball's probably stop. So it's a good golf course, you know, for guests, as far as like how the pros are going to treat it you know, iron play tends to be pretty important when you go to these past pound golf courses, just because, you know, it's tend to be a little bit birdie fest and because the ball kind of sticks guys can go, you know, pin hunting. So, um, you know, that's, that's generally what the golf course or what the grass types kind of bring in this golf course, as far as the layout of the golf course, I mean, it does a really good job bringing in the Yucatan, uh, natural landscape, Um, it goes, you know, through the mangrove forest, you know, past some limestone ravines, you know, might see a few lemurs, you know, run around for not going through all the trash cans at the resort for food. I, I like lemurs, man.
0: I'm, all, I'm always having any type, any type of monkey relative, like I'm all about watching them for the, the
1: resort. I stayed at down in Playa del Carmen. They were everywhere and they were <laughs> terrorists. Anytime you had food out, they would just come running <laughs> over to you. You know, th- them and the trash pandas, the, the raccoons were running around, you
0: know, the trash pandas. <laughs> basically they have so
1: raccoons down there. They do. They do yeah. have raccoons down. there. Do they look
0: like the raccoons we have? up? They north? look
1: exactly the same.
0: Do they foam at exactly the mouth the too? No, they,
1: they, 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 they they remove those, you know, just so they're they're, they're not very uh, appealing to the guests. Let's put it that way. So, uh, but you know, anyway. So this golf course is actually uh, protected by the Audubon Society just because of its natural landscape. So on other years where there wasn't COVID, um, they wouldn't even let spectators out on the golf course, anyways. But you know, it's not really a problem. It's just nothing there. So uh, as far as the layout of the golf course, you know, the, the corridors are fairly wide, but anything, anytime you miss off the fairway it's a lost ball. It's just gone. It's kind of like actually a stone Canyon where it's the fairways are pretty wide, right. but if you hit it off a fairway, it's dead. You're reteeing. So, you know, guys who tend to do well here are accurate guys. Guys are pretty good iron play, which kind of makes sense. You know, it's a, it's generally a weaker field and it's a birdie fest. So that shrinks the gap between the best ball strikers who are better at more demanding golf courses and kind of the riffraff down at the bottom. We're just trying to keep the you know, it, that's why you see a little bit of a, you know, more of a leaderboard where accuracy matters more distance isn't really a prerequisite. It's a short golf course too. Uh wind can be a factor as well. Uh, just because it plays, you know, by the ocean there, the winds don't look too bad, but it's still gonna be double digits. So, you know, you got, that's why iron play generally is pretty important here. just because you gotta, you know, account for the wind. Um, you know, as far as, you know, like, correlated golf courses. Um, it's has similar traits to like TBC sawgrass, TBC river highlands, Mirrorfield village. Those are places where accuracy is a little more important than, you know, distance. Sorry really for records there. Harbor town's another one. It's close. Another one that's close. How come,
0: come Webb's not playing this goddamn tournament then?
1: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we're actually <laughs> going to talk about a guy who's in this tournament for, uh, basically. So he doesn't get fined. So, so uh, I mean, eventually, eventually we're going to,
0: a Marshawn Lynch of Webby golf. Here.
1: Oh yeah. I'll get, I'll get to that. There, there's there, I, get, I was wondering why certain players in this, when this, in this event, and I think I figured out why. So, you know, girl, I mean, yeah, this would be basically a good golf course for Webb. but like, I mean, if you look at some of our guys who have done well here, Matt Kucher's is a former winner, Graham McDowell's a former winner, you know, you got some
0: blue I like Graham. Collar That's balls. A solid Irishman. Graham is a solid Irishman.
1: No, he's a bad Irishman.
0: No, no, no. But he's still a solid one. I like, all him.
1: right. So he's still part of the club for you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He, all right.
0: Yeah. I so, think his mother's Catholic. <laughs>
1: There you go. Uh, I mean, as far as other types of guys, do well, here, like it's your blue collar, kind of no nonsense. ball, call, you know, ball starters, like Pat Perez, Charlie Hoffman, Brennan Todd. Like, I mean, those are generally types of players who pretty do well here. Like, you know, accurate guys aren't that long, aren't the flashiest off the tee, but they are solid with their irons. They get how with the putter. Those are generally the types of guys when you want to bet outrights. you know, maybe trying to find that somewhere mold for draft Kings.
0: Those are the ones you kind of want to target. All right. I like it, man. Well, all right. Well, listen, before we start jumping into the tiers and start beating those up, uh, listen, uh, we're brought to you by mybookie.ag. Listen, I hope you guys feasted on the My Bookie Turkey Date free play that allowed users to grab themselves a risk free bet up to two fifty. It was basically a free shot at trying to double your money, right? I did it. If I could do it, any of you can do it. So I hope you took advantage of it. But listen, if you didn't get on that, what are you doing? No, but seriously, <laughs> now's the time to get some skin in the game with my bookie. With odd boosts, lightning deals, free bets, await all season long. And with all the NFL playoffs right around the corner. We know who these teams are. We know what they're capable of, and it's not difficult to find some value in the lines. Whether you're a first time customer or have been playing with myBookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in thousands of game lines, unique prop bets and contests that they offer every week. Sign up or get reloaded today. Find an edge, make your bet and get paid. And they also boast a fully fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table slot in card games. You'd expect to find at your local spot. And the best part is my bookies doors never close. So you can continue to your bankroll, build your bankroll. Even after the stadium lights have gone out, make the right play and sign up at my bookie. And when you do so use promo code SGP to get your deposit matched halfway. That's all the way up to a thousand bucks. Terms are simple. If you put in 200, they'll match you another hundred. hundred. Uh, if you are already playing to bet the season, listen, this is free betting money. It's winning season at my bookie. So come on in, join the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Um, yeah, man. Uh, seriously, if people didn't take part of that, I can free two fifty. I mean, the hell you don't.
1: I know. <laughs> like it's seriously, it's fucking free bet, man. Like, well, I mean, take, you got to take advantage of free bets when you get from my bookies. You never know if you're gonna be at the wrong end of a uh, Seahawks Eagles like last night, and then you, uh, you know, any for fr- any free bet you can get, you know, yeah. when you're betting with the public. Yeah. And
0: uh, I get, I gave back that fucking two fifty I won last night. Fucking between yeah. that doubling down on the fucking. Minus three at halftime, so God damn it. I'm an idiot. Uh, um,
1: that's <laughs> right. What, one half of this podcast was on the right end of it
0: last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Blind squirrel finds a nut, sir. The, um, <laughs> the, uh, all right, man. So the DK tears, oh man, this 10K range. All right, so it's JT, Brooks, Finau, Berger, and English. These are all guys you hate no. So here's the deal, right? So I used to be, we know I used to be on JT and all of a sudden I got off of him, and I got very angry at him, and, and whatever it is, what it is. And, and I like Brooks. Brooks is fine. I told you, I like that. I, I wish he embraces villain a little more. I like that little thing he did with his hot ass girlfriend on the golf cart. Um, I hate burger and I hate English. I mean, that's a fact. And listen, I'm hot and cold with, with Thomas and, and Brooks, right? Did you cost me money this weekend? I fucking hate you. I'm like the Italian wife, right? Like, <laughs> like I just get mad. Um, Finau is, he's female. Like, I don't know. I I don't see, I I don't think he's a fit for this course. So originally I liked Brooks until prior to this podcast, I was out back smoking a cigarette scrolling through fucking Twitter real quick before I got on here. And uh, apparently this morning he stumbled into his girl's hotel room with a bottle of tequila and some chocolate and then fell asleep after getting COVID tested. So I'm having a feeling that Brooks might not be taking what? this, uh, this tournament very seriously.
1: All right. Well, can I, can I talk about Brooks for a second? Sure. Th- this was the golfer I referenced earlier, as far as he's here. So he doesn't get fined. So there, oh, oh. there was a policy that went into effect in, for the 2016, 2017 season that you had to basically play every tournament on the PGA tour schedule at least once every four years. Oh. So the last, so he's played this tournament once back in 2014 and this is, I think year four of that window and he hadn't played the Maya yet. So, I mean, there's some exemptions here too. So like if you're a lifetime member, as far as like, if you're Tiger woods, right. You get out of this policy (laughs) or if, you know, you play 25 events a year. If you're Sung Jay, you already pay 25 events a year or your speed to play every week. You don't have to do this either. But Brooks isn't really on the good side of the PGA tour. A <laughs> no, <lot. way. laughs> no. So they're probably telling him, Hey, if you don't show up, you know, clock's ticking, we're probably going to find you. So that's probably the only reason why he's here.
0: Oh he's man. So this- between that. And uh, so I just pulled it back up and it's a tweet from, uh, was it Jenna Sims is her name? Uh, she's showing a picture of in Yeho, Patron and some chocolate that I can't even pretend to pronounce. And it says Brooks came back from testing at 8 AM with tequila in one hand and chocolate in the other sideways, laughing face, and then fell back asleep. Dancing emoji, taco, drinking emoji, party emoji. Okay. I'm, so I'm yeah, gonna go, I'm going to go ahead and pass
1: on. Brooks. My, my instinct is right. He's <laughs> using this because they told me he had to show up Yeah, and he's going to mail in for two two days, and then go party the rest of the time. Yep.
0: So I am a hundred percent out on Bruce Cause that's who I was looking to at first, but I'm going to have to go with, I mean, how, how do you fade JT in a field like this? How I mean, do, how do you okay. do it?
1: So there is history of JT going to a weaker field at actually a golf course kind of like this and completely bombing huh? out. He did this last year at the Sony where he was the overwhelming oh. favorite oh, and yeah. he missed the cut by a mile immediately. But you also have history of him doing this too, to go in these weak weak fields and playing well. So listen, like the stats speak for themselves. Right. He's amazing. You know, I mean, one of the things that you might want to nitpick with him is he's not that accurate off the tee, but sure. you don't have to use driver hit here. It seems like w- when he's inaccurate, it's because of the driver Yeah. If he's he using iron or three wood. He tends to be okay. Um, you know, if he, if it's windy, that can be a factor too. Maybe the gusts get up. I'm not really sure, but I mean, overall it's, it's, it's hard to look at him on this golf course where iron play is a premium, right? And putting is, you know, a premium and he's actually putting, he was putting pretty badly. His short-term putting right now is actually pretty good. He's gaining under a little under a half stroke per round.
0: Yeah, but but greens are like, like, like everything I've read, they're like, just whatever like they're fine like you don't it, they're not hard right they're built for the tourist golfer who's coming to dump out a bunch money he's spending here he's not trying to four putt on every goddamn green so they make them a little easier am i wrong okay. about that
1: all right well well this gets back to how wh- who has the advantage on easier greens better putters or worse putters worse putters the better worse putters you think i think they narrow the gap i think see i think better putters have the advantage on easier greens because they can actually capitalize on the opportunities and worst putters are still going to screw up sometimes.
0: So they're still going to screw up sometimes, but the, the gap between a premier putter and an average putter is going to narrow if they're easy, right? Because there's still, listen, even a bad putter on the PGA tour is still a good fucking putter, right? For the most part, um, Luke list not included. Um, the, the it's, I don't know. I just feel like it might narrow the gap. a little. Listen, I, I, I definitely want a good putter on, Easy putting surfaces, but I, I still think the I still think the gap narrows a little bit.
1: I think it's the opposite. I think the gap narrows on harder putting surfaces because it's harder for everybody. It's it's kind of like when it's 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 hard, it's like when it's hard around the green, like you have tight lies, right. and you know, it's hard for the good scrambler, it's hard for the bad scrambler. I mean, most of these all these guys are pretty good right. at the end of the day. So to me, Harder greens and trickier greens to putt on tends to shrink the gap even more because it, you know, everybody has to be careful. When it's easier greens, the good putters can be aggressive. You know, okay. they have better control over their pace. They have more confidence. You know, that's that's when, I, and I think that's kind of why when you look at the winners here, it tends to be really good putters.
0: Yeah, and look, I mean, I, that that fits the the guys who I've picked in these ranges. I picked. Good putters, right? Because, like, all right, well, listen, if the Greens are easier, they should be able to do well. So I don't know why the fuck I'm arguing against myself, but, you know, you
1: know I guess uh, I mean, I... <laughs> regardless, JT's putting pretty well right now. Yeah, so yeah. listen, I mean, like, if, if you're spending up, what is he, 11000 bucks, He's yeah. There are enough guys under $8,000 oh, that yeah. you can compensate because the gap, yeah. actually, speaking about narrowing the gap between high, you know, good players and low players, there's not that much difference between the guys in the $8,000 range, $7,000 range, even the high 6,000 range. I mean, like, like if you look at the past leaderboards, you're going to see randos show up at the top anyway. So, you know, I mean, spending up for Justin Thomas is fine. I mean, we already talked about Kapka. I'm a no on him. You know, so you talk about Fino, isn't a golf course fit and he's actually pretty hit or miss here. So he has a seventh place finish and a T 16 finish. He's also missed the cut twice. So (laughs) I mean, with Fino, he is a guy who, if you take the driver out of his hands, he's not dead. You know, he's pretty good with an iron off the tee. He's playing long enough too. And if he's playing well with the iron putting, well, he can, you know, he can do well. So I I don't mind him this week at 10th seven. Um, I mean, Harris English. I just, I think the guy is just so due for a win. It just with how he's been doing and he did, he checks a lot of boxes, but the guy I don't like here is right above him. I, 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 I'm out on Daniel Berger.
0: Yeah, I know you've been out. You've been out on a burger for a minute now. You've yeah, you finally, I mean, finally, finally the, the bubbles addiction. burst
1: on him. I mean, he's losing strokes. TD green was last four tournaments. Uh, he's struggling off the team. It's been at with his accuracy. He's been struggling with, he's not the longest guy either. So right, right. out of the gate, that's not very good. Um, you know, he's only had four rounds there, but he didn't really do much there either. So I mean, on the surface, he checks boxes cause he's accurate. You know, he's typically, right. he's a good putter typically a good iron player. It's been a while since we've seen him, So maybe he figured it out, but I not. mean, honestly, I think his trends since the Fatter cup playoffs have been very good. So I'm not going to be on Kapka or burger in this range. I'm either going to be spending up on JT or going a little bit more of a balanced build with English and populating with some couple guys in the 9,000 hour range, 7,000 range that we'll talk about later. No. Uh, and I'm a minimal to Finau too.
0: I think that's fine. Yeah, I'm fine with Fino. So I, I'm JT and Fino. Like just a little bit of you now. it's basically just JT for me up here. I'll probably sprinkle in some Tony just in case he ever wins, because um, I guess this would count as a win. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess talk me. I don't want to spend too much time on the ten k range, right? Because everybody you know pays a lot of attention to that. But I mean, English. I mean, I don't know, man. Like he missed his cut like what three times ago, but he's all right. So know.
1: see, he has a second in the Northern Trust, fourth yeah. U.S. Open. That's a wicked share. hard course, though. Okay. Well, he had a 10th, of shadow Creek and a T six at RSM. All
0: right. And you said RSM plays the same.
1: So, I mean, listen, like, I mean, I, I, I think English is going to, I think, English I just hate his face.
0: Out. I think, I just think I hate his face.
1: All right. Well, just look at him on paper then. All right. Pretty okay. accurate. Up a decent iron player. Really good putter. He's won here before. Um, I mean the 16 to one price on his outright. I mean, yeah, no, no. I, <sighs> I don't love the price, but do I see him winning the end of the week? Yeah, I can definitely see him winning at the end of the week. Right. Um, I mean, it, it, he just, it, it seems like it's building up to him ending on a really high note. So, right. so I think English is, you know, somebody, I mean, English is somebody I, I'm going to like a lot. I'm going to mention him a lot at the end of this podcast. He's in my column <laughs> this week. A lot of week. matchups. All right. Uh, yeah. I mean, so, so the last thing about Fino. so you did mention that the golf course that he actually does have a win on it was on past Palm. It was was Puerto Rico. It was a Puerto Rico open.
0: I wish you never would have told me that.
1: Well, you know what? I, (laughs) Hey, don't shoot the messenger. Why? No, no,
0: I will. I I I would be remiss. I never would have figured that out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's it's him and another guy we're talking about at the next range who their only win is on past Palm.
0: All right. Well, I jumped off with the, uh, with the weird 10 K range. Uh, why'd you jump off on the nines?
1: I mean, I love this
0: range. Right. I
1: mean, the, if if I can make a range, if I can make a lineup of like five of these guys, I could. Like, I mean, listen, I, Abraham answers is gonna be really popular because you got the Mex, Mexican narrative. You know, he wants to win in front of the home crowd. I think there might be a little bit of pressure on him this week, you know, with that. But listen, he's got good course history here. He's gained over a stroke per round in the field in 18 rounds here. Checks out of the box. He's accurate, good putter, decent iron player. He had a pretty good showing at the Masters until the final round. I mean, this would be a pretty appropriate way in order to win his first PGA tour win. So I like him there. I mean, so Victor Hoblin was the guy I also mentioned his only win on Puerto Rico uh, oh. at past, past Palm. So nice. yeah, it, it was. So, I mean, the problem with him is, Radican. He, he, he's turning into Hideki Matsuyama for me. The oh, fact no. that I need to see better putting numbers from him. Listen. If he wants to win with the big boys here and he actually punted pretty well in, in Houston a couple weeks ago on Bermuda, it kind of gives me a little bit of hope, but I mean, Tina green, I have no problems with him. He's accurate. You know, he's great iron player. I just, I, I mean, if, if, if you're going to throw him in outrights, I just, I can't get there, but for DFS, you don't need it. He's So you know he's 9,700 bucks. I like him a lot here too. I love Will Zalatoris again. The guy just continues to put up great performances week after week. Again, you know I, he just with the Potter. He's still new. He's got to you know find his way there. But he just he's one of the best ball strikers in the field. I like too, and then Russell Henley. Kind of like with Harris English, like the win is coming. He's been so good all year. This would be a good opportunity for him to finally get over the hump. You know he's accurate, great iron player you know, he's going to need to putt. Like he did the CJ cup. If he really wants to win, you know, he's, he's going to come in hungry and you know, he's also hanging outside the top 50 in the world. And that's kind of the big cutoff for this week. That's why you see like Ricky Fowler in this field too. There's guys who are hanging on the top 50 that if they can have a good performance and get in. They're locked in the masters next year. And he's one of those guys. So he's going to have a chip on his shoulder this week.
0: Yeah. So I really like I hate the fact that you said you don't like him outright, though, because we'll get to that later. Uh, oh, but I didn't even know about the grass that. I didn't even know that he won on this on this on the on the greens. Uh, that this is. All. I mean,
1: it's it's not that I don't like it outright. I just I I have trouble getting there. Just looking at what he is, like you have to have, it, like the winning scores to be twenty under. Twenty under, yeah. Right? Can Hovland get there? I think I think he can get to fifteen under. I think. Yeah, 15 you, under, But can he
0: get all? All the way, way to twenty. There? Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right, and the price is a little short for that. If you don't think he can actually get there, was it, taking... was it like twenty
1: to one? I think. Uh,
0: I can pull it up. But, um, what do you think about Fowler this week? You know me, I don't like Fowler at all, right? But
1: why? Why? He, why? There's only one reason why he's priced here is because he has the best core history of everybody. And is that's Fowler, it.
0: Fowler and people are going to click on him, right? So I mean, that's that's another reason.
1: Well, no, no, because I mean, he's he's Ricky Fowler. He's been price down like the eight thousand dollar range in like not really great fields either. <laughs> That's fair. But That's he's fair. he's he's gained two point <laughs> seven strokes per round on the field in eight rounds here. I think he finished second in Pat Kazire a couple of years ago at this event. I mean, look, like
0: listen, I'm not a follower. I'm not a follower guy. I, I I just wanted to hear your thoughts on him, right? I just didn't want to skip over him because I don't really have any, right? I'm like man, like, he seems like he's the type of guy who, who, who needs this. Like you said, like he needs to get inside of the top 50 to get to the masters. Like,
1: all well, right. So, well. so, so he's got to, let me try and make the case for Ricky. Even though I'm going to puke in my mouth. doing <laughs> So he was horrific with all basically TD read all year. The all right. one thing he did do well, he was actually pretty accurate off the tee. You know, he hit 65% of his fairways last year. So, you know, I mean, you can look at the driving accuracy numbers for 2021 right now. It, it's too small a sample size. When I'm looking what? at this field, I'm looking at what guys did last year. Gotcha. You know, just because that that gives me a better representation of what you actually do. So he's still pretty accurate off T tee. The putting numbers aren't as good as what they used to be. He's been struggling, but I know that he can roll the rock at some point. There has been a couple of weeks since the Masters.
0: I just, like, I don't understand why his... he switched putters. Why would he switch putters? Well, maybe you switch back. I don't
1: know. But like, I mean, like, I, I just, I, you look at his form all. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I, I get it. I, get I it. just, I like you, you're, you're, now you're gonna pay 90. Now is the time for Ricky when he's 9,500 bucks, hey, when he's a, hot, the highest been in
0: hey, months. Hey, buddy, you don't have to yell at me. Listen, I'm sure there's people who are listening. I'm not yelling to you. I'm yelling to listen. <laughs> that would like to know about Ricky Fowler. Right. I mean, that's it. Like, I, listen, I don't have a lot of thoughts on I'm, I'm not going to blame him. Right. But Play devil's advocate, you know, maybe, uh, maybe get some fish in the uh, in the uh, in the SGP league, right? Make him play Ricky, and we'll we'll feast. The, the, um, but I really like Henry. I really like uh, Will Z. too. And so the same thing. I think that dude's hungry. Right? He still needs that win. Like he's got his whatever exemption or whatever. But dude, this will count as a win on the PGA tour.
1: Well, so here's the thing about Will Z. So yes, he has a special exemption. So he played all the regular events, but. He still isn't eligible for the FedEx Cup playoffs. He needs that win.
0: He needs the win. And this dude's hungry. Like, listen, we've been on him. You know, I've been I held my nose when he was what the fuck ever he was eleven thousand dollars or something like that, uh, (laughs) however many weeks ago, and I didn't want to play him then. And whatever, it worked out. Uh, But dude, ninety two hundred, a golfer like this, hungry kid, weak field, needs a win. Dude, come on. Like, I like that. Uh, And I'm going back to my boy Connors. I know he's a fucking terrible putter, um, but he's the type of dude. I feel like if it's an easy putting surface, I hate the face you make at me. When I say stuff like that, cause, <laughs> I, cause,
1: I, cause I'm going to, I'm going to ran your parade.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm aware you are. That's why I said, I hate the face you make, uh, <laughs> but I like Connors this week. Like I, he's the type of dude to me. He's definitely a first round leader type guy for me. Um, and look, man, he can put it together, man. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is about Connors it may be, it's just a sweet spot for me it's like, I, I bet him outright. It was all over on DFS that the, the, the day money qualified and won. whatever. Like I'm still up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I still like the dude seems like a nice guy plays well. Fun to root for. Fuck. Have
1: you looked at his <laughs> course history here? What? Have you looked at his course history?
0: Yeah. So what?
1: Do you how many strokes he's losing to the field in six rounds?
0: It's a lot. <laughs> How is it One, than three?
1: No, it's just total strokes. If you one point seven six. Oh, total strokes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so t- total total
0: strokes. putting. Okay. Not putting. Okay. Total, uh, which
1: includes the ball striking number. Listen, like I, I, I would agree. Listen, he's playing really well. He's coming. He's gained point nine strokes. T D Reno's last four rounds. Zachary yeah. player. Really good iron player. Looking, I know it's a small sample size, but looking at that course history number is shocking. yeah, that, that's a little. It, 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 it's him and Nevin too. You know, like, I mean, Neiman's basically the same type of player. As Corey Connors here too. I mean, he's yeah. a great ball striker. Can't putt, And right. he's got bad core hit core sister here as well. So I don't really know what to do with them. Um, I mean, I think they could be wild cards in this range just because they're about the same price and right. listen to the green. It'd be great, but they could putt their way out of this tournament too. I mean, the cut could be minus two and they're kind of hanging around, you know, even minus one, they don't even make it.
0: So maybe I don't know, man. Like I feel like, I feel like any of these guys can can get rolling, right? Can get rolling the rock, especially if the greens are easier than I don't know. I just wish I knew how he putted on harder surfaces. I'm just too lazy to look it up. <laughs> hard, yeah, like he, I,
1: I, I mean, listen, I, I, I love Neiman Connors as players. If you use them in DFS, I'm not going to fault you. I'm just yeah, saying yeah. The, the floor there is a floor.
0: Yeah, absolutely, a the floor is games. fucking miscut. <laughs> but but I do I do whatever we'll we'll do the moon off special later. Um, all right, so uh, the 8K range. All right, there's a lot of people in here, so I'll just give you a couple that I like. Like I said, I took good putters. Apparently, I took good putters under 8K because I like Rio. He <laughs> a fucking terrible putter. Um, I'm torn on what to do about Muniz. Okay, because we did tweet or you tweeted or not tweeted, but at the, in the Slack channel, like the party's over, but Duke can, Duke can have one bad round, right? Like I, I still like Munez as a player. Um, and I like Diamond just cause I feel like that's a dude who wants to place high uh, cause he likes his body, right? He's a, he's a DJ himself. So, so I like a guy like that. I, uh, he's not, he's not great at anything. He's not really terrible at anything that's going to hurt him here. He's, he's a blue collar.
1: He's one of the. he's a Charlie Hoffman or Pat Perez type.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So those are the three I like in here. Fuck Leishman. I I refuse to play Billy Horschel. Why? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I I just don't feel like he's good. Like, I just don't feel like he's good. Like he always gets priced up for no fucking reason. I I, I don't know. And, And Woodland, he's, unless I, unless he is healed from the labrum injury, like, no, like not yet not yet, even at the $8,200 price point, which is nice, but I can't until I know his hips good.
1: All right. So I, I, am waiting on Grio just for the fact of, listen, he's like, he's a thousand dollars less than less. Than right. <laughs> okay. But he actually has a good course history. He's gained 1.6 strokes per round at Myacoba. So I know he can do it okay. despite the bad putting. Okay. So, and I mean, he's accurate. Good iron player. He's playing pretty well lately. I mean, yeah, I, dude, I think that's his recent, there. his
0: recent form is good.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like Dom too. I actually like Leishman a little more than you, just because he was good at the Masters.
0: Will you stop?
1: I, okay, let me try and make the case for Leishman. So what? <laughs> so his struggles were because reportedly his coach is stuck in Australia, right? And he had a horrible swing flaw they couldn't figure out. Well, he was fine at Augusta. He was hitting a bunch of fairways, hitting a bunch of greens. And listen, I, am not saying like I, the $8,700 for Mark Leishman, I think maybe for a DFS lineup, like maybe this is more a conversation for like props later okay. with Leishman, because okay. I mean, le-
0: it could destroy your lineup. So maybe that's yeah. time to go for it, but $8, I, I, $8, $700 Leishman, you would literally like willing to bet your small child's life that he would miss the cut prior to the masters. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, and he did And didn't. now, all of a sudden, two tournaments later, because he played well at the Masters, a place he's played a million times, obviously not, but like he's comfortable there. So maybe he didn't have a swing coach or whatever, but he's like, all right, I'm comfortable here, I'm okay, I have no expectations to win, so he played okay, right? But all now, right. Like, he, this uh,
1: is probably a conversation we talk about like top twenty props or signings. I think he's like three to one for a top twenty for a and Mark Leishman. If well, he's rounded fun. the corner, I can that's see not it. Fun. Maybe not, maybe not for DFS is fine. It's oh, fine. no DFI. I'll, I'll give
0: you, that. I don't, I don't hate the three one. All, All right, right. So,
1: so let's talk about Brendan Todd. So uh-huh. it, 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 he's a mystery to me because if, so he's had a, he's been doing a toe hit toe injury for the past couple weeks or so. Like, so I don't know what the deal is with that. If it's healthy, this price is probably a little too low. He's defending champion. This is a golf course for him. He's accurate, rolls the rock beautifully. I mean, he can go back to back if he's feeling good, but I don't know what the stats of him is. So if you want to roll the dice at 8,600 bucks and hope that maybe the ceiling, like he can reach it. I don't know. You can do that. Um, Brian Harmon's guy I like 8,400 bucks is because you know, he knows showed the RSM, but he still has all the things I like, you know, I want to give him a pass just be, you know, because you know, he's accurate. He's been hitting his irons a little better lately. You know, he's still a decent potter. I think you do all right here. Um, you know, I'm with you on Damon. I mean, he's, you know, he's a blue collar guy hey, grind, man grinder. Yeah. And he played well at Sherwood, which is kind of has a little bit of the quality joking for this uh, tournament as well. Uh, I like him too. And as far as guys, I'm fading. Uh, I mean, I'm with you on Woodland. I just, you know, he has good course history here, but I just like Ricky, I, I just haven't seen it. So he'll be a guy I mentioned later on, as far as someone to maybe fade on matchup. Uh, I'm not really on Charles. Howell the third either um, he's been doing all of the ball strike or all of the potting lately, nothing with the ball striking. He's got good course history here, but I just, it, He, I, I don't think you're going to get a very, like, I I think his ceiling is like 30th, right. You know? And and for me, that's just not really exciting. So Uh, it's not worth eight (laughs) K no, it isn't. And then, I mean, I think a lot of people are on Ortiz again, just because he won at Houston and you know, he's Mexican. So I don't know. Like, I I don't know if this is a decent golf course for him, Uh, although he's got good course history here. So
0: I don't know. I, mean, I,
1: I, I think he's going to be for you like that.
0: 9k top. range better. So you doesn't whatever you yeah.
1: yeah. I'm probably not going to get there just because I, I like a lot of the nine
0: nine k guys. So yeah, dude, I, I hate your Todd take. <laughs> he's missed past two, missed two cuts in a row.
1: No, he made it RSM. He, he made the cut. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure he did.
0: What's up? let me pull this up. Miss cut at masters Bermuda. 47th at Zozo 52nd at CJ. Yeah, dude. No, no, I'm out.
1: I'm out. All right. Uh, T30, T37, the RSM. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I,
0: mean,
1: it, it comes down. Listen, I'm not saying that I'm not going pounding my fist on the table for this guy. <laughs> I'm saying it comes down to, is his toe healthy or not? If it is, I think he's going to play well. I mean, that's right. why he hasn't been playing well lately. Okay. Qu- because he is a great fit for this golf course. We saw him win here. He is great at a lot of other golf courses just like this. So, but I don't know the status of this. toe. we need an Adam Schefter in order to tell us, you know, if he's, you know, she's going to be a game time decision or not.
0: Shefty. Yeah. Oh man. The, uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, know. hold on. I'm trying to pull something
1: up. All right, well, I'll talk about one more guy on Fade. Pan Kazire, eight thousand bucks. You know, he's a former winner here. He's been playing a little better lately, but you know, kinda like with Chucky Three Sticks. He's only doing with a punter, nothing with a ball ball striking. So
0: Chucky Three Sticks. That is way too cool of a nickname for him. I love I, I'm
1: not I am not taking credit for that either. I, I definitely stole that from somewhere. But, and also like Pan Kazire, like eight thousand bucks for him, come on.
0: Yeah, for real. Yeah, I, don't buy,
1: I no, don't buy it. I no, I mean, that's... he played well in Houston. He's a former winner here. That's why he's 8,000 bucks. All
0: right. All right, well listen before we start getting into uh the the value plays in the 7 and 6k range, uh listen, uh come prop up and on Thrive Fantasy this season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily sports app for player props. And just in time for the holidays, we're teaming up with Thrive Fantasy for an awesome SGP merch bundle. Sending a screenshot of you joining the thrive fantasy promo code SGP. And you'll have a chance to win a hundred dollars in SGP merch, email your screen shot into podcast at sports Uh with thrive. You can eliminate countless hours of research and focus only on the top tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. If the NFL choose 10 out of the 20 available player props to build your lineup. If you NBA, PGA, MLB, esports, choose five out of the 10 uh, to create your lineup. Uh, we'll get to our lineups later in the show. Uh, but listen, each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both over and under based on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props, rack up the most points, and win a share of the prize pool. Thrive has over $50,000 in guaranteed prizes weekly. And is awarded over $1.6 million in cash already. Uh, so use promo code SGP when you sign up today. Uh, and yeah, man, that's it. So we love thrive. We love, thrive. we do.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, we, I, I love doing those contests and I love bantering, you
0: know, the props back and forth with you, you know, on this yeah. podcast here. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the thrive. It's yeah. fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cause it's like I have my DFS little star leaderboard. and then. I'm like, all right, here's my, here's my junk email one, <laughs> right? I use my junk email for a different one. And I have my other leaderboard up with my thrive props. <laughs> there's <laughs> there so many go. stupid players to watch every week. <laughs> 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 all right. So, uh, the seven, uh, seven to eight K seven to 7,900 range. Uh, there's a lot to like here, man,
1: there, there is, I mean, it's, it's hard to narrow it down to just like four guys. I'm going to spotlight here. Cause I, yeah, I, I got probably, I got probably a list of like 12, like an honorable mention alone. So <laughs> I mean, listen. I, so I think I'm game. just a sucker for eight, Harold Varner the third. Um, I mean, just listen. I know he's really popular a lot of the time. He's been really hit or miss too lately. I think he missed missed the cut uh, the RSM. Yeah, because he
0: it. That's why. That's why yeah, you feel like cut that.
1: Yeah, missed cut of Bermuda, missed cut of the RSM, but he played well. I think it. Played well the term before that too, so listen. He actually has good ho- course history here. He's gained about 0.9 strokes per round, 14 rounds. You know he's got above average accuracy off the tee. good iron player. He's been putting a little better lately too. So you know what I mean? Maybe there's gonna be a bounce back here at a golf course he's been doing pretty well at. Um, Seb Strak has been pretty good here too. Um, well, actually no, he's not been very good here. He's been good overall. He's gained over a stroke per round his irons last 13 rounds, putting pretty well you know, as well, he didn't play well at the RS, uh, the uh, Maya but last year, I think he's a little better player than he was last year. I think it will be, you know, it will be fine. Uh, Kevin Streelman is a guy who has really a court who checks a lot of boxes. He's accurate, good iron player. He's gained over a shot per round at my Cobra in 24 rounds. You know, he's also hanging around the top 50 in the world, trying to make it in the masters for next year. That could be a guy, you know, that could show well. And then Henrik Norlander. He's somebody I liked a lot. Of the RSM uh, got COVID, you know, disappointingly withdrew. I like him for all the same reasons as he did the RSM. He fits a lot of the boxes, and you know, I think the leaderboard is going to let, look pretty similar to what we saw, you know, a couple of weeks ago uh, at the MyCoba. So, I think Norlander is a good buy at seven thousand
0: bucks. Yeah, I think seven thousand is a good price for him. Um, So, I like the mix: uh, McCarthy and McNeely. I feel like both of those guys are really good fucking putters, and they don't need to be long. And if they can stick it close. I mean, they can get hot and run. Right. And yeah, I mean, they're both, so I don't know how they put on this goddamn service. Right. But I mean, those guys are two of the best. Well, all right, in, let, right? Let,
1: let me stop you there. There's only two golf courses with pass column. All okay. right. So, so, so maybe I'm focusing in too much. National and click the little box, right. the sample size is so damn small.
0: Right. It's not going to matter. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what do you think? I mean, do you like McCarthy and McNeely this week too? Like
1: I I, I like McCarthy better and McNeely just because I've seen McCarthy actually demonstrate some decent ball striking like over the last couple of months. I mean, McNeely's kind of been a little all over the place, but I mean, I, I think both are perfectly fine for like first round leader breaths. Um, I think McCarthy at 80 to one might be a good long shot bet just because I think he's, I think overall, I think he's a more talented player than McNeely. But uh, I think, I mean, if you want to throw a dart just because of how hot McNeely can run, I think yeah. that's fine
0: sweet. It's like, uh, it's like you're staring at my paper later. uh, <laughs> um, uh so I don't, what about Doug going back to Doug Gim, man? 7,400.
1: Yeah. Dude continues to be
0: solid. I mean, he's been
1: one, 1. 1.4 strokes TD Green over his last four tournaments. You know, he's killing with his iron play. The putting has been a little suspect though, but 7,400 bucks. You don't need him to win. You sell no. a good finish out of him. So, uh, I, I like, he's one of the guys, my honorable mention here.
0: And so I, I really like streaming. And then when you told me how much he was gaining, on the field. Or a stroke? Ooh, that makes me happy. I like yeah, that. Yeah, he's
1: been very he's, he's been very good here.
0: Yeah, 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 I like that. I'm gonna have to add him to uh, uh to the later part of the show. And uh just as much as you love H V three, as much as I love Keeks, so uh whatever. I'm gonna take him on the lineup with Keeks because fuck it. <laughs> Okay. I'm like, like, like that's it. Like he's such a terrible putter. Like I just uh, on easier putting services. I'm like maybe he can get fucking hot. You know what I mean? Like he's he's very accurate with his long irons. He's very accurate. He's fine. Just well, like can it.
1: I can I say something else that's going to push you over the edges to bet him outright? He's gained over a shop <laughs> it. He's gained over a shop around at Maya COVID in ten rounds oh. as well.
0: He's like he's like ninety to one. I think he's actually, might I
1: think so. I mean, listen, the putting is too ugly for me to bet. I know why. I mean, listen, I, I think over his last four tournaments, he's lost like 20 strokes. <laughs> 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 run on the, on the greens. <laughs> but listen, I mean, the ball striking is great. Like he does have good course history. What is it? Seven, 700 bucks. Yeah. I think that's fine. Like, I mean, a couple other guys I like too. I mean, Scott Piercy. is playing well lately. He's 7,900 bucks. He has a good course history here too. Alex Norin. you know, he's playing a little better. I think he's got two top 20 finishes in a row. He played well at the RSM. Yep. You know, he's, he, and he's a good player. You know, he, when he came over the to PG tour, it kind of got away from him. You know, I, I like him. Rory Sabatini played well at the RSM. He played well, I think at the Sanderson a couple weeks ago too.
0: I like, you know, I, like I always him. like taking Rory in like first round leader bets too.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, like, I think he's gotten, got, you know, well, if you want to talk about a guy with first-round leader potential, you know, Peter Malnati, he's only 7,300 bucks. He's playing really well lately. I don't yeah. know why he's priced this low. I've so,
0: seen almost, wasn't he almost first-round leader, um, was it? was it fucking last tournament? Was it? Yeah, literally...
1: he, he was first round leader at RSM. He played well for about two rounds. And then he,
0: yeah. So I feel time. like, I, I, I feel like I was looking at him and I was like, man, I feel like he was just one. Like, <laughs> I feel like, you know, feel like that's a, one of those things. Where it's like, ah, I don't want to double dip. I don't want to try to go back and, and, and chase touchdowns basically. All right. Well,
1: I mean, he sent me 300 bucks for DraftKings, So I, I, yeah, like
0: no, I, like, yeah. no, I definitely like him, right.
1: that. Last couple guys in the number you know, Charlie Hoffman, he's a former winner here. You know, he's pretty accurate up to you, good putter. you know, striking his irons pretty well. You know, he's 7,300. Bucks. I like him. Bryce Garnett's pretty accurate. He has good course history here as well. He's gained about 1.76 strokes per round, 22 rounds. So that's actually a, a pretty big sample size of uh, success. So I like him. And then uh, Harry Higgs. You know, he didn't play well at the RSM, but he played well here last year. He checks a couple boxes of things you're looking for as far as accuracy, decent putting. You know, he can make some noise at seven thousand bucks.
0: Yeah. I, I, like, I like Higgs uh, only because of this stuff we talked about before. He just seems like a really fun dude to go drinking with. So it's a really easy dude to drink <laughs> root for. It's like, all right, I want this dude to win. Um, young cat too. doesn't look young, but he's young. <laughs> um, yeah. He young. I mean, all
1: that partying probably has aged him a little
0: bit. Look at this beautiful face, sir. I mean, look how young I look. Look at, look at these wrinkles in this gray uh, <laughs> the, um All right. So dumps the dive in time. So normally I'm pretty excited about this range but now I'm starting to get into the point. I mean, look, it's the end of the season, right? So this is where I should be. This is hundred percent battered wife syndrome. Like I'll look at a fucking name and I'll get excited. I'm like, Oh, I just, I, I get these like flashbacks of all the lineups they burned or money have lost me. Uh, so, so the pool is kind of narrowing in this range for me. Um, well, why they I'm even getting-
1: hanging around me too long, you know, spout off all these tropes gain stats, because, <laughs> you know, you become a
0: little bit of a snob like me. <laughs> Listen, man, I love the stats. I told you I will use the stats to gut handicap. I will use them to form my own stupid narrative. I'm like, hey, look at this stat. This fits what I wanted to happen. Um, listen, I, you know me. I love Shank. I will go back to Shank at 6,900. Do a cut maker. Like whatever. Like, don't need him to win at 6,900 in a JT lineup. Please God, make the cut and go through the weekend. Um, I also like. Hold on, I gotta go off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I couldn't hit you so, fast enough guys. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what a pack and a half, two packs a day. will do to you. Uh, and uh, I like Wes Bryant. Uh, I know he burned us. last you, time. You and everybody else by the way. Yeah. Oh, is he, Oh, he's so popular. Then, then fuck it. I'm not even going to talk about him Cause last time we did it, uh, he burned us all because he got popular again. And like I told you pre-show, like I, I've not been listening to anybody and trying to do my own thing, like not letting anybody's little stupid, Factory get in my brain and make me focus in on some $6,400 asshole who's going to tank all my lineups. Um, All right. So Oppenheim, he can't fucking be popular, right?
1: I have no idea if he's popular, but he's a guy I like this week.
0: Ah, You like him too?
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, like, I liked him in the RSM. I I like him. I got you
0: on Oppenheim. You were like, who the fuck is that guy? And he's a lights out putter, man. Lights out. You
1: did. He's he's pretty accurate off the tee, too. So, all right. So let's talk about West Bryan because everybody's talking about West Bryan. So, Everyone is going to pump up his t degree numbers, his iron play is good putter. So, why don't we talk about the bad things about him? Okay. So, first of all, his numbers don't include the miscut in Bermuda um, a couple of weeks ago where he was terrible. So, those stroke skate numbers don't include that. So, it's probably a little lower. Um, he's terrible off the tee, like really inaccurate. And that was a problem with him when he was actually healthy and actually doing well in PG Harbor before he got injured. So listen, like, is he a stat model God this week? Of course he is. I mean, like there's a bunch of junk down here and he stands <laughs> well above all of them. Right. But the sample size is really small. He's not bulletproof and everybody's going to be on him. So if you're, if you don't care, you just look at the stats and be like, all right, I love what I'm seeing. Then go for it. It's fine. But I mean, we've we had, been on this block before on some of these guys who yeah. just burn everybody. So, and we also, I don't think we've seen him. When's the last time Brian played? I mean, uh, hold on. Let me look something up. You start talking for about All what's right. an R guy you like?
0: So, <laughs> as much as I, I talked shit about him earlier, uh, but I also, I'm going to play the list again. In this, is he in the, even in this field? Yeah, 6,800. Oh, my
1: God. He's not even on my radar. <laughs>
0: Don't tell me that too.
1: <laughs> that, that, oh, he, Oh, there he is. <laughs> oh, you poor thing. I know. I know. Listen, and I, why can't, do you do, why do you do this to yourself? I don't know. Why I can't you, just, save I really don't him know. To,
0: why can't you save him to like Tory Pines where he actually has a shot? I mean, listen, you're probably right. And maybe I bring him up So you talk me out of him Cause I have played him a lot less. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Maybe it's one of those things where it's like, all right. Uh, all right, let, let me bring him up and let, let let's leave, slap me in the face with reality. And then, all I'll, right, well, again, I'll so back him. to
1: West Bryan real quick. So the last time we actually saw him was that miss cut in Bermuda, right? So we haven't seen him in well over a month. So who the hell knows what his form is? So I, I, I'm just going to say, be careful with that one.
0: Oh you know? yeah. Yeah. Definitely. If he's chalk, I'm off. Like if he's chalk, I'm off. Like I, I as soon as we're done with this podcast, like tomorrow, what the fuck day is, is today? Tuesday or Wednesday? Tuesday. Oh, thank God! Uh, I was like, "Oh crap! Wait, <laughs> do I have a day? We're late on releasing the podcast." <laughs> that's what literally just went through my brain. Um, it's twenty twenty. Every day is the same. Oh my God! Um, <laughs> uh, so I like Armor at six thousand six hundred too. Um, I mean, that's a short knocker, accurate cat. Puts pretty well. Yeah, he's 600. playing. Like, he's playing like garbage though.
1: Is he? Yeah, he's lost about one point three strokes T degree in his last four tournaments, and I think he had. I think he had one decent showing. What the Sanderson maybe? Or no, it was Bermuda. So that doesn't so that doesn't factor into any of this. But everything, but the other shot link stuff is bad. I mean, listen, he has good course history here. He's getting about 0.9 strokes in 18 rounds. He is deadly accurate, but everything else is junk. He's not even putting well either. So Jesus
0: Christ, that's a lot of miscuts. Just
1: yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it's a wall of miscuts. So all right. So, I mean, so, so what what are some other guys? I mean, you mentioned a couple of guys, that, you know, I like Oppenheim as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm going back to, well, Brian Stewart, I mean, he, he, had, he had a poor first round at the RSM and then got molten hot second yeah. round and then kind of faded a little bit on the weekend. He's got good, good course history here. He's accurate and you know, he's not really putting all that great lately, but you know, I mean, he's, he fits the mold of a guy who would do well here. And Oh, by the way, you made fun of me last time <laughs> I liked him for his age. He's 37 years old, same age as you. Thank you very much. So <laughs> uh, I like him here. Uh, you know, Tyler Duncan's got three straight miss cuts, but before that he had, you know, consecutive top three finishes on really good fields. You know, he's a decent iron player. You know, he's accurate. Maybe this is a golf course to kind of wake him up. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I, I like Michael Gligich again. Uh, you know, he missed cut the RSM, but he was pretty good at Bermuda and the Shriners a couple weeks, you know before that, you know, he's got some decent ball string numbers and relative to everybody else here. I like him. And then, you know, I mean, uh, I can't believe I'm just going to say this. <laughs> On, Steve Stricker, 6,400 bucks. I, so I looked at old man Stricker too. And I was like, <sighs> the guy can still get it done. I mean, he finished 18th of the memorial
0: like six months ago. I know. And it's funny. Cause I, I was looking at, I was looking at Stricker. I was like, man, I can't play fucking old man Stricker. But I was like, time th- I, I keep scrolling through and like doing, playing around with builds and shit. And I'm like, fuck, I keep going to Stricker. <laughs> <laughs> like, I keep like gravitating to Stricker in that price point.
1: Listen, I mean, like, he's he just has to hit it like 260 down the fairway. He's gonna have like an eight iron in hand. He's gonna yeah. probably knock it on the green, make the putt. Like, yeah, I, if if he makes the cut, like, oh, he's for it. himself at this at this range, yeah. Yet. So, I mean, listen, it's right. not like, it's not like we're putting him at Beth Page Black here. And you're right. yeah, exactly. good it's That's it's, it's, it's freaking El Cameleon. So, I, I think he's fine.
0: All right, all right, fuck it. So we're, we're both on Stricker. That's fucking terrifying. Uh, <laughs> I mean, serious. Steve's got to stick together, man. <laughs> That's right. That's right. The best Steve's in the world. Um, all right, man. So I guess that does it for that. So you want to do uh, you want to do the thrive lineup. You want to give your big short first, what do you want to well, I get the big short first? So,
1: I mean, it's too easy to go Brooks Kapka on this just because of a, what you read on Twitter and B my theory that he just here. <laughs> so he's not Mar- like Marshawn Lynch and getting fine. So <laughs> My big short. I'm gonna go with Daniel Berger again. I'm gonna continue to All right. I like. I I just I, I I think the bubbles burst on him and the honeymoon was over for me. I've been off in the past couple of tournaments. It's worked out well. Yeah. And he's about ten thousand bucks. I I don't. That's not gonna give you good returns. So I think he finishes outside the top thirty, which would be devastating if you pick him in DFS. You know, because yeah. of his price range.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But I think uh, I think the DGen special should be Stricker. Fuck, who I had written down. If we're both on a guy in that range. Let's go, old man Stricker. Make that cut and fucking give us a top 40 and we are happy, sir. Right. Let's do it. Yep. All right. So let's go to Thrive, man. Let's let's give our little drive lineup out. Let me fix get my phone. All right.
1: Well, with Thrive, there's always usually a couple layups. So first layup, uh, Brooks Kepka over 69 and a half strokes in the first round. That's 90 points. I mean, it's the technically the juice side, but over 69? Oh yeah. Over 69 and 90 points. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, that's, that's a par 71. So would he have to shoot two you know, minus one or worse. Yeah. I, I think he's just
0: there to party. I'm with you. I'm a hundred percent with you on that. Uh, okay. Absolutely. Uh, and I like Fowler under 11 and a half bars. Okay. Just listen, Duke and bogey too. Fuck it. Like I, I don't know. I have I have weird luck with those. So Okay.
1: Yeah, I never know how to gauge this because like if if I like a guy, like he's gotta get a bunch of birdies. If I don't like a guy, I don't know. I I, I don't have good luck it's, with those either. It's
0: seven it's it's just seven strokes that aren't fucking pars. That's true. seven. That's, That's it. true.
1: All right. That. All right. So another layup. Abraham Answer over three and a half birdies. 80. Yeah. It's a birdie fest. Listen, just get your free points when you get yeah, it. it. I mean, I, I, even, yeah. if he has like a couple bogeys streamed in there and only shoots like minus two, like there, there's enough birdie holes in this golf. Course oh, yeah. where he's going to get there.
0: But that's why it's 80. It's only 80 points, man. That's fine. Uh, Got some big ones coming. All right. All right. All right. Hit me with one of big ones then. All
1: right. Well, it's, you know, Charlie Hoffman's a guy I like in this tournament. So let's go with over four and a half Eagles and birdies for him. That's 105 points. He's had five birdies and Eagles in every round of the RSM. You know, he's got good course history here. He's rolling the rock. Well, I think he's going to get off to a hot start on Thursday. So I'll take you know, 105 points that so he gets over four and a half Eagles and birdies.
0: All right. All right. I like that. I'm taking Hobland, uh, under 71 and a half. Yeah, I'm
1: with you there too. I don't know why his line that's, is that, so That's the par. other layup. You know, like yeah, arc? that is. Yeah, why? Why is that 100 both ways?
0: <laughs> no one. No. They did this no one knows, a couple. They did this
1: it. a couple tournaments. I, what was it? It was JT at Sherwood. It was like it was like even par. Yeah. For or no, it was at the Masters? Even it was par. JT. For him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, no. Was it? Was it the Masters? Yeah.
1: It, no, it was JT because he hadn't been good at the Masters. That's right. That's right. That's so it was right, even yeah, par. I was like, <laughs> this is stupid.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll, that yeah. and cash. I think um, the
1: ownership percentage on that, like, like I was looking at the contest was it was 47%. Like
0: yeah. It was ridiculous. I was like, I looked cause I expected it to be like 90% owned and I was like only 40% of the people took the shit. Um, Some people don't listen to us, man. They don't. I think I did, they did should. I take, didn't I take down like 300 on that day? Was yeah, that the day? I that was a long time ago. 2020. <laughs> and then I'm taking Snedeker over two and a half bogeys for a hundred. I,
1: I am too. Oh, I like the dude, the dude has had at least three bogeys in around four of his last six rounds. Yeah. The guy just, I mean, listen, like I think he got off to a hot start. What in Houston, I think maybe, and then faded. It wasn't very good. The RSM. I just, I, I, he might be just cooked and maybe I'm going to eat my words. He's going to go out and shoot a 59 because he tends to do that. When I, when I doubt Santa Curry tends to actually be (laughs) a guy who goes
0: low, but that's when he used to be. Good. He's not good anymore.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I'm with you there. So my max points is 485. Not a crazy amount, but that's not, not a crazy
0: up. amount. Mine's yeah. a little over 500. Like whatever. Like you gotta hit them for the points that matter, right? right. Like I could fucking make it 575, but guess what? <laughs> if if it's 575, gotta get lucky, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta. And on times where I've hit that high, it's always like I've taken the eagle because <laughs> they always give you that that dick tease eagle prop. Uh, make who's the the the, eagle. Who's hunter. the eagle guy?
1: female. I think.
0: know, yeah. yeah. So I'll do, I'll, I'll probably do a little more in depth, uh, course research here, uh, tomorrow to see if I think he's got a shot. What do you think? I mean, how many par fives are out there
1: off? I mean, I think there's only three, if it's a par 71,
0: um,
1: offhand, I'd have to take a look. Yeah. Like, so like uh, I just
0: feel like, they're, yeah. They're,
1: they're not, they're not crazy though. I mean, it's not an overly long golf course and he basically just has to, keep it in play in order to hit the green and two. So yeah, I mean, he definitely has a shot for, real. all
0: right. All right. Well, hit
1: I don't think there's anything <laughs> drivable, though, where he would get like on par four.
0: And two. Nah, yeah. Yeah. From what I read on your article, sir, there was not. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right, man. So oh, I guess, uh, shit, I guess, man, let's get into the bets, bro. Let's do it. All right. Where do you want to go first? Let's go with uh, the moon off special. Let's go with the uh, first round leader. Who do you like so far?
1: All right. Well, I mean, I think you got to take your shots, you know, like long shots here just because I mean, yeah, it's a weak field. It's going to be a putting contest, you know? So like, you know, I mentioned Matt McNeely and uh, Dan McCarthy earlier. I think they're both what? 90 to one, I think first round leader. Yep. So 90 those guys I
0: like. Yep. Me too both yeah,
1: guys like they're like I, I don't like Pen Kazayer for tournament long, but can I see him getting really hot in the first round? And you know, he's six six to one. He's been, you know, he's riding a hot potter lately. I, you know, go with him too. And this, this, you know, some guys who are over a hundred to one. You know, Rory Sabatini, one hundred twenty-five to one. You know, kind of like what you mentioned oh. earlier, getting to a hot lead. Pierre Molinari, one twenty-five to one. Go back to the well again. I don't. It's it's more just I don't understand why he's over a hundred one just based on his, how he's been playing. So, right. uh, I mean, we hate on West Bryan, but one twenty-five to one there. I mean. I, you know, you and everybody else can go over there. Cam Percy is a guy who's been hitting his irons a little better and been putting well. He's yeah. one twenty-five to one, and then Bryce Garnett, really good course history here. You know, he's putting a little better lately. One fifty to one.
0: Yeah, I mean, so the only person that I have that you don't have, uh, I got Connors. I, I took a shorter, I took a shorter number with him at forty to one. Uh, I originally had Hadwin in there. I just, uh, I I got to get off that dude. <laughs> I just gotta get off that dude, man. He's another one of the guys who he's I he's been bad. Yeah, he's, he's not been be really bad. He's not been good. But I, I think
1: he he was a guy. I actually went heavy on. I forget who I bet against him to match it, but that cashed immediately just because you know you think like Hadwin would be good at like the RSM and here, yeah, just not, but, not. And he actually has decent course history here, but it just. It just—it's not working for him lately. I think he's losing. You know, he's losing strokes off the tee, off—you know—approach shots. You know, he's not even putting all that great either. And like for when he's got to be hitting his irons good and putting well. So yeah,
0: exactly, so, uh, I'm going to pass on him. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I'm with you. With, uh, I'm with you with uh, the mix, uh, <laughs> the mix and Sabatini. Uh, I like Norlander as well at ninety to one. Like mm-hmm. if he can get hot, he can go. And I, we didn't talk about him at all. what we'll about Rogers? A hundred to one. If that dude's flat, uh, he can go. I know, but he's been in, stuck in neutral for the past two months. Okay, that's fine. I that was just 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 yeah. just, a, just a heat check, bro. Just a heat <laughs> check. The, <laughs> the, um, all right, so that's that. What about matchups, man? I only got a few matchups. Um, it wasn't a whole
1: Yeah. Lot. I did. I didn't love a lot of the matchups that are available, but you know, you can get Alex norm minus minus one ten over Gary Woodland. I mean, Woodland's a guy that I just, I, I'm in full fade mode until he shows me something. You know, I don't love the fact that I'm taking a bad ball striker. I never liked taking bad ball strikers in matchup plays, but just Noren's form is a little better. I think just I, I think even if Noren doesn't play all that great here, I think he's gonna beat Woodland head to head. So I like him. And then uh Harris English minus one twenty over Daniel Berger. Just full fade on Burger. And I love English this week, so I'm gonna go with that. Uh and then you know I, I wanted to take like a I, you know what? I mean, you say the juice is only matters if you lose,
0: right? That's right, baby.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I think y- you you go. I'm going to look up what the – All right, so
0: I like I like Knox over Reedy at plus money. See, that's a dangerous one. Yeah, I'm aware it's dangerous. It's plus money. It's not, like, super dangerous. But if the wins kick up, I like Russell Knox, right? And Chez Reedy, we've shit on this dude before. Like, he's – Whatever, like he's Chazrevey, like okay. I
1: mean, so they're, they're so they're literally the same player. Yeah.
0: Basically. So whatever. So let so, get plus so, money.
1: Okay. Well, I, then that's that's a fair take then. So maybe you want to take like the plus one and a half strokes then.
0: Ooh, what's that plus money?
1: I mean, I no, it's not plus money. I oh no, because then really I got because I got a little juice on it. Yeah, exactly. But no, all no. right, so they're they're both accurate players. They're both hitting their irons really well. Yep. Uh, they both of them can't putt, and they both nope. have good course
0: history. Yep. I'm good with it. Give me that coin flip at plus money. And the same okay. reason. So, you know, I, you, listen, you know, I love my boy Keegs, but I'm taking piercy over Keegs because, uh, it's plus money with piercy, but he's 70 to one to win the tournament and Keegs is 90 to one to win. So hmm. explain, explain to me seems, how I'm getting... that seems backwards. Exactly. So how am I getting plus money? Right. So I immediately saw that and just grabbed it just based off of value. Like, okay.
1: So that's another that sense? base that's another one where it's a spider-man meme where they're both pointing at each other, you know, right. great ball strikers, bad putters. So yeah, if you're getting, I agree, like you're getting value plus money because they're basically yep.
0: the same guy and it's golf. Exactly. And, and one guy's getting 90 to one who is the, uh, who's the favorite in the Wait, No. So 90 to one. Yeah. So I, I whatever I'm getting value. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, you're good. <laughs> yeah. I like, right, I like Willie so, so Frost- Z over Horschel. That was my last one. Willie sorry, Z over. What was that? Willie Z over Horseshoe at minus one. I like that one a lot. Actually, I might have to jump on that too. Yeah.
1: All right. So, so the matchup is with Brooks. So Harris English is minus one sixty-five over Brooks straight up. I mean, that's 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 a lot for him. A lot of juice. Uh, I mean, However, I, know, I know I know JT is a heavy favorite.
0: He's like uh, minus one eighty-five everywhere.
1: Yeah. So maybe that's just maybe I'm just going to leave Brooks alone this week and just
0: I don't know. I don't know, tequila and chocolate, 8 a.m., fucking dancing, partying emojis. I don't know. Well man. then
1: you know what it, it maybe the play then if 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 your book offers a miscut properly.
0: cut Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: That, that's that's probably the way to go.
0: Yeah, if your book does it, let's do that. That's a good that's actually kinda of like that angle. Yeah. Um
1: outrights who you like. Well, I mean so so here's the thing. So no one under 40 to one has won this tournament since 2015. That was Graham McDowell. So even Matt Kuchar, when he won a couple of years ago was 50 to one. So I'm not going, I'm just going to take a lot of stabs, you know, this week throwing throw a lot of darts. I, I mean, like the, of the guys I like up at the top to win would be Harris English and Russell Humley just because I think they're hungry. I think they want to end on a high note and okay. they're just, they're right there. Like, I'm not, I'm, like, I'm not going to bet JT six and a half to one. I think no. Fina is like 18 one. That's a no for me. It's still too early for Wills out Taurus and Hobland. Uh, Ricky's a no. So I, I like and English and Henley kind of fit the mold of my cobalt winners. I mean, English has won here before and Henley just fits like that type of guy and he's hungry. Yeah. So, but those are the only two like really big favorites I'm going for. But as far as like, you know, like Darth Rose. So like, you know, in sixty to one range. You, know, you got Brian Harmon and Joel Damon. You know, they're both around the same type of guy: blue-collar ball strikers, accurate, decent putters. I like them too. You know, moving a little down, you got Austin Cook and Danny McCarthy. both eighty to one. Oh. That's there. And then, like, there's a bunch of guys I like that I mentioned. You know, at this podcast, on this podcast, I like over a hundred one. Sep Straka is a hundred to one. Charlie Hoff is one twenty-five to one. He's playing a little better lately. Pyramal Malnatti has been really close. He's 125 yeah. to one. I don't understand the price. I think it's worth the dart throw. Rory Sabatini is 125 to one. I mean, he's one on tour. He's like a grizzled veteran, you know, a blue collar guy. That could be someone, you know, we'd come come out of nowhere, nowhere. Henrik Norlander, maybe that's the redemption story, you know, of 2020, you know, coming back from COVID. <laughs> well, technically that was DJ. <laughs> right. So yeah, he's come the on, second man. one. <laughs> and then go, I'm going to go back with the well for Brian Stewart, one hundred and sixty to one. I mean, I just think he's he's the type of guy who would do well in this golf course, and you know he showed flashes of the RSM. He's shown flashes lately. One hundred and sixty-one is a good price on him. So th- this is another week, kind of like with the RSM, and it bored out. You had right. fricking Robert Strebe at three hundred and one winning. Right. So maybe I'm not even going deep up with some of these, but this is <laughs> a good week. You want to just you go nuts? Yeah. Like like when we sat here and talked about the Masters or like at Sherwood. Like we're like, all right, like you're kind of burning money by betting right. guys over fifty
0: one here. These are live, baby. These are live. Yeah, Go yeah. Nuts. Yeah, so I like Keegs. Uh I like whatever. I'll just bet him for FOMO. The only the only high guy I took was Willie Z at twenty eight to one. Uh other than that, it was McCarthy, McNeely. Um I like Sabatini as well. I mean, that's it, man. Okay so all right man well last golf event of the seasons uh we'll be back periodically in between just to touch on whatever whatever's going on in golf we're not, shot doing, we're
1: not doing the shark shootout what's that <laughs> Ooh, it's a team event actually next... no we're not doing the shark shootout uh, i mean listen I... listen I, I i am a golf degenerate i don't even touch that one
0: nice so that, right.
1: that's that's in the, that's not really in your backyard it's down in naples it's oh, that's the not team like event there. at
0: all but yeah whatever no. I'll, I'll watch that's it I'll it's
1: all the same right
0: pretty much <laughs> yeah man we'll check back in with everybody uh, in between we'll give us uh, a Masters US Open if anything moves or anything like that but other than that man follow us on, uh, on Twitter come slack come make some fucking money and let's end this season right motherfuckers let's go green screen